Welcome to the Short Stay Podcast for property owners, managers, and investors worldwide. I'm Elaine Watt from Holiday Let Success, a Short Stay Show Ambassador. I'll be sharing with you business success stories, top tools and resources, and interviews with industry experts. Are you ready? Here we go. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm your short stay ambassador, Elaine Watts. Now today's guest is a very special guest. Karen Mullins joins me from Home Away, where she is regional managing director for the UK and Ireland. Home Away is a holiday rental marketplace offering more than 2 million holiday rentals globally and was one of the very first listing sites to the short stay industry. Karen, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Good. Thank you, Elaine. Great stuff. Thank you for joining us today. It's a real pleasure. So let's start off by finding out a little bit about you. So I'm just going to do a few short, fun, quick fire questions just to get to know a little bit more about you. So tell us, first of all, a bit about you, your background, and how did you get started in this industry? Oh, so I started in the industry 20 years ago now. Um, I was actually the third employee at Travelocity in the UK. Um, so straight out of university where I did my dissertation on the online versus offline travel market. So even the internet was very new back then. Um, and so I started in CRM um, and then from there moved through the online travel market. So I was at Apodo for um, for a year um, then moved uh, onto lastminute.com where I was there for about eight years. So moved from CRM into product and user experience and then joined HomeAway just over six and a half years ago. Um, so started as the UK marketing director, then moved into global um, global marketing roles, and I've been the regional director for just over a year now. Amazing. What a journey, and all in the hospitality industry. Really interesting. So what is the best piece of advice throughout that time that you've ever been given? Oh, best piece of advice? I mean, I've been really lucky, I think, to have um, lots of great advice and mentors and, and, and coaches. Um, I think the, probably, um, if I think of a few pieces of us, the, the, one of the ones which didn't make much sense at the time, but was um, take a seat at the table. Um, so when someone said that to me, I was thinking, I'm not quite sure exactly what that means, but I think now I understand it. So it was just, if there's, um, if there's a big meeting um, and there's space at the table, or you could stand at the back and kind of shrink into the background, just actually be brave and go and actually take the physical seat at the table and be seen, even if it's not in your character and you're, and you're quite shy. Um, so I think that was a great piece of advice. That sounds like excellent advice. On, yeah, yeah, following on from that, which is a very similar vein, is um, if there's something which is outside of your comfort zone, um, say you'll do it. So, for example, one of the things mentees ask the most is, I don't like presenting. Um, how can I get better at it? Um, and the key thing is if you're asked to present, um, say yes, even if within yourself you just want to say no because you, you're really fearful of it, say yes um, and then uh, and then figure out how to do it and get help to do it. Um, and it's definitely one of those things that um, that women do less and also if people are like shy or um, data-led or introverted, so just put yourself forward. That is um, and such then one, good advice. 
and I can see it's definitely worked in your favour. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I would agree wholeheartedly. It's it is such a tricky thing to do to to present or stand up and and be and be counted. But yeah, that's where all the magic happens, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay, what about what's your dream destination? Dream destination. I've got. I've been really lucky to travel to lots of places. So through working and travel, I've. Um, through business and leisure I've traveled to loads of places my favorite destination is Koh Chang in Thailand oh wow and I say dream so one dream one is cottages so there's um a 1920s camp in the Masai Mara which one of my friends has been lucky to into several times and it just looks amazing Um, and she went during the migration so the photos just out of this world so I'd say that is probably a dream Wow, super interesting. Okay, and because of the travel, you probably stayed in a lot of short stay properties as well. Is there a best short stay property you've ever stayed in, and why was it your best one ever? So best one ever. Um, I don't know if I have a best one ever because I've stayed in lots. I said like one trip that really stands out is um, my sister's fortieth. Uh, um, I should probably say big first day around the 40th. About <laughs> Shout the bag now. <laughs> yeah, she won't mind. Um, so, so that one was great. We had about 25 of us. So all of the family and friends. So parents, aunts, uncles, cousins, their kids, my, my cousin's dog. And we all went to a big house in Totnes in Devon. Uh, and it was right. So there was a huge um, lounge dining area. So on the Sunday, we all cooked a huge Sunday roast. Um, and then there was a building next to it, which was uh, just solely for um, for this house and the cottages around it, which had a pool, uh, basketball court, um, snooker. So um, that was really a really great trip. Brilliant. And then another one, I'm sneaking in another one here, so, which is an annual one for us. So me and my fiance um, go to Albra every year just for a weekend and stay in a tiny little cottage. Um, and they've got fantastic fish and chips right near the sea. It's great. Oh, beautiful. I love fish and chips by the sea. It's just the best. Even when it's freezing cold, that's just a lovely thing to do. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, what next question for you about you. What's your favourite business book? Favourite business book? So it's interesting. They kind of seem to be making a comeback for me. So we've always got loads of business books um, around the office. Um, So we have a huge learning and development culture at Home Away. And one of the big things that we've initiated in the last few years is Product Academy. So people from um, any any employee, uh, whatever role you're in, can apply to do Product Academy. And quite often the pre-work is to read a book um, and then do a study on it to submit your entry. And people get to travel to Austin from London or from from Austin back to London to do it. Um, so out of that, I've, I've read several books and two key ones that stand out for me, and actually not for that, is the Lean UX. So this is, seems like a very obvious choice. So Lean UX by Eric uh, Rees. Um, still is so prevalent today. So that was the book that most startups um, used and top tier tech companies based themselves around. It's all around agile practices, which is so relevant today. Um, and another one that we did for a leadership academy at Home Away is Good to Great. So Good to Great by Jim uh, Collins. Yeah. Super interesting. So they've analyzed all companies um, that have been successfully growing for more than 20 years so not maybe your obvious companies but ones that have been really successfully long term and they looked at the traits of all of the leaders in those companies um, and it's quite surprising so it's not the ones that you'd obviously think it's very humble people 
they're very down to earth. Um, they, if something goes wrong, they blame themselves. And if something goes right, they um, acknowledge their teams. Um, so really good learnings. Yeah, that, I definitely highly recommend that work. I've read that one. I just, it's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Two really good shares there. Thank you for that. And great to know a little bit more about you and, and what goes on in the company and the, the training that you can do as well. Okay, thanks for sharing a bit about you. So now let's have a look at Home Away. Let's first of all take a look from um, the short stay perspective. So, from the owner, the provider, who do you serve primarily? What type of property, if there is one that's ideally suited, is ideally suited to your platform? So, on our platform, we welcome any um, type of whole home, but predominantly we're focused on uh, family homes. So we, um, we know that we have families predominantly booking on the site. So any homes are for them. So a couple of um, bedrooms, enough room for, for everyone. Um, and it could be any type of home. So it could be an obvious villa, uh, a cottage, or it could be a castle. It could be a houseboat in Amsterdam. Um, it could be a tree house. Um, so any type of wonderful ones. And the more unique, um, unique the better. Great stuff. So it's really interesting to hear that the majority of the bookies that come in to you are from families looking to stay. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so what would you say are the key benefits for short stay professionals and hosts from joining Home Away? What can they expect when they list their property with you? So if they join Home Away, they're joining um, a platform that's been around for 25 years. So we have a huge amount of experience um, to serve both owners and holidaymakers. Um, they'll be getting access to, uh, to a platform that's been improving services for, for years. So they have access to um, what, hundreds or millions of families that are searching for, for homes. Um, the types of services that we, that we offer for partners are really varied. So it's in our DNA to make sure that we're serving ones that are great for families. So one of the things that we've built is virtual tours. So you can actually do a virtual tour of your home. And we know that photos are hugely important. Like you can upload 50 photos, but consumers are greedy and they want more and more. Um, so as they're looking at the, the virtual tour, they can actually guide themselves about around the home. And it's great for families because you can have kids looking at um, looking at what room they're going to have and start to argue that and play with that before they, before they come. So that's something that really stands out. Um, when you look at virtual, we've also got virtual assistants. So this is um, a fantastic tool that helps answer questions for, for holiday on behalf of owners, I should say, for holiday makers. So they can't always be available 24-7 to answer those questions that they get. So there's an algorithm that figures out what, what questions are being answered and what um, answers we need to give back. So that's super helpful that is we also cool. have a really uh, good ranking tool which helps owners understand um, how their home is doing versus other ones in the local neighborhood so if um, a holiday maker is searching for a property and they choose um, one down the road versus yours you'll actually be alerted to say you missed out on a booking this is the this is the property they booked this is what you could have done better which is really helpful so we, we call those win and loss cards um, and then we have a tool called Market Maker, which is quite a sophisticated tool, which is based on billions of rows of data, which helps owners understand what prices they could be thinking about. And obviously it's up to the owner to set their own prices, but it gives them all sorts of information that can help them understand, understand how to market their property 
Um, and we've got tons of tools. So those are just a few of the few of the ones that come to mind. Amazing. Some really interesting stuff there. I love the virtual side of things and how that's all becoming so useful, particularly, as you say, when you look at it from the guest perspective and just the excitement that can build, plus the practical side of things. If you've got a family, like you went away with your big family and you all joined at the at this one location, you will need to know where it is you're going to be staying, if you can fit in, if the beds are configured right. So I love that. Sounds really exciting. So HomeAway, um, as some listeners may know, is part of the Expedia group. What other brands might listeners know that are under the HomeAway umbrella that they may not realise are, are also part of, of your group? That's a really great question. So in the UK, we're, we're HomeAway, and we're also HomeAway in lots of other countries around the world, in the US, in Spain, Italy, Portugal, for example. Um, if listeners are in France, they will know us as Abretel. In Germany, they'll know us as Favo Direct. In the US, they'll know us as uh, Verbo. Um, and for example, in Australia, they know us as Stays. So we're a family of brands. Um, and if you list on one of the brands, you appear on all of them. Um, but we are actually a different uh, name in different countries. Also under Expedia Group, and it's interesting this one, because if you say Expedia Group, people often just think of it, the brand Expedia. Actually, Expedia Group is Expedia, it's Hotels.com, it's Trivago, it's um, Travelocity, it's Orbitz, and a host of other brands. Um, so that's a good one. I think everybody will probably know um, Gabrielle from our TV. It feels like she's actually permanently living in our living rooms, Hotel Trivago. Um, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people might not be aware of that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, I really wanted to ask that question because it it, it is something. You, if if you're not new to, the, if you're you're not been in the industry particularly long, you're quite new to the industry. It can be a surprise to hear that that there are all these different brands. And of course, that, that I suppose the big bonus that came out of that conversation is that once you're listed on HomeAway, you're you're then going to be syndicated or shared across all of those different brands and different locations. That's super interesting. Now, there's been lots of changes uh, at home away and, and I guess the fact that there's the Expedia group and all of the different brands are sort of part and parcel of some of the changes in that you expand you grow what can we expect moving forwards from home away what other changes can you see on the horizon and how will that affect short stay professionals and hosts moving forwards so we see a continuation of targeting families. So I've, I've probably counted um, said families, I should say, <laughs> hundreds of times here, but we're all about family, family, family. So we're doing more to serve um, families, right, and to help holiday home owners to serve those families. So some of the new things that are coming up is a more of a push on trip boards. So we have this great feature called um, trip boards. So if you're planning a trip, um, and potentially multiple people to actually help plan that trip. You can create a board, and on that board you can uh, you can add several different properties that you might be con uh, thinking about. Um, and other people that are coming along on the trip, they can go onto their app and they can click whether they like properties, whether they don't like them. They can add comments onto why they'd like one over another. So it's a really great feature. Um, so that's something that we'll be we'll be pushing more and more. Um, and I mentioned the app. Um, it's really handy to have the app, both for travellers and for owners. Um, so we're trying to promote that more, especially for owners, because you'll get an app alert or notification if you've had um, if you've had a request. 
and it's much easier to to respond quickly and set the expectations of travelers if you have that on your phone um which is super handy especially if you're traveling around um, europe and you've got um you've got wi-fi which is included and you don't need to use your, your phone for example so so we would we'll de be definitely pushing more of that very cool stuff that is really good i do i love i love an app and i just love the ability to be able to have that access on your phone because who hasn't got their phone in their pocket and it just gives you that extra peace of mind that uh, you're going to see something as quickly as humanly possible and get back that to that potential guest okay so we've seen some of the benefits and some of the exciting changes that are coming ahead and if someone is looking to list their property on the site, what can they expect the costs to be to advertise with the group? Is it like a pay-as-you-go or do people sign up for, say, uh, an annual pay? How's things working with HomeAway to get involved? So there's different options. So I would recommend, rather than me try to explain them all on the podcast, it's probably better to come to homeaway.co.uk and, and have a look. Um, but predominantly people pay um, per booking and so you will pay a certain portion of each of the booking you get which is great because then it's based on the performance that you're getting you're getting from us some of our customers that have been with us for, for a long time would have a, a subscription and they pay annually and uh, more of our new customers are moving on to to pay for each of the, the bookings that, that they get because then that that works that works well uh, well for them and that's probably similar to other platforms to do interesting stuff got it okay and that is homeaway.co.uk and listeners i will make sure that it's linked up in the show notes so if you head to hlspodcast.com forward slash home away or head to the usual page of hlspodcast.com search on home away you'll be able to see the show notes everything that me and karen have had a chat about today and of course you'll be able to link straight through to home away from there and take a look at how to get involved Okay, so why do holiday makers come to your platform over another, would you say? So there's, I mean, I'll list all the reasons. So one of the reasons we have a book with confidence guarantee, uh, which covers them, which is fantastic. So if in the very rare case that something goes wrong, we're there to, to sort out any issues. So that's really reassuring. We have a 24-7 customer service team. Um, which often isn't really talked about enough because it's one of those things that goes unseen, but they're there always working behind the scenes to make sure that our, our holidaymakers are looked after. We've obviously been around for over 20 years, uh, so you've got that reassurance that we're, we're not a new kid on the scene, if that makes sense. Um, and it's interesting because whilst we're a top tech company, people start to associate holiday homes with a new tech revival, whilst holiday homes have been around forever. And it's just that people haven't been able to have access to, to book them quickly. Um, so we've got all of that experience. We have 2.1 million properties worldwide. So we're not just in one market. We have inventory all over the world, all types of inventory from, like I said before, from villas to castles. Um, we actually did a campaign with a, an amazing castle up in Scotland when we sponsored Beauty and the Beast. So just seeing some of these things for yourself is really unique experiences that holiday makers can get. Really cool. So people know you, they like you, and those different guarantees that you've put in place really help just underpin that whole experience. Love that. That's great. So... There was the short stay show in London Excel and you attended back in 2019. How important do you think this event is to the future of the short stay community and the industry as a whole? 
I think it's fantastic that we've got really a flagship um, event that's going to be within the, the UK going forward. So last year was really important for us. And so that's why we're heavily invested in our time for, for this one. So you can expect to have a lot of the home away team there on the ground. So I think it's really great. So we've always got our lines open for, for phone calls, but people love just talking to our team in person. So, so if you're there, come over and have a chat. We'll have lots of our um, lots of our partner success team there that can really help. If you're already on the platform, um, they can help with questions on how to, to get best performance and optimise. And if you're new, they'll be able to help you with everything. Brilliant stuff. Yeah, I'm excited for the next one, which of course is Short Stay Show 2020, which is at the London XL on the 12th of March. So we will look forward to seeing your team there. Okay, so let's draw on a bit of your experience for, for holiday home owners and see what your thoughts are on this. What do you think we can do as holiday home owners, short stay professionals to ensure that we're ahead of the curve and truly stand out in, in this competitive market? Well, the first one is to list with a great partner or platform, of course. Obviously, yeah. Obviously. Like, keep taking that plug in. Um, so the, the first one is um, to make sure that you've got a great impression of your, your home. So focus when you're creating your listing on a really clear um, description, really clear title. And we talked about virtual tours, but photos are so important. So make sure that you upload high-res photos um, up to 50. So I really recommend using all of those. And do them in a way, in an order that, that customers can really guide themselves through the home, even if you don't have a virtual tour. So that's one. Make it really easy for them to pay. Um, so whilst it seems obvious that, that consumers want to click and pay on the site or on their app, it's really so important now with generations coming through that are just so demanding and they want to have things in seconds, just being online bookable is, is super important. Respond quickly. So whilst it's a challenge, I think the quicker you respond, the better. Um, and then make sure that you, when you're setting your prices, look to, to make sure that you're competitive. So have a look at um, others in the, in the area of a similar size. So if you have a two-bedroom place, look for other two-bedroom properties um, in the area, similar to three, four-bed, and, and make sure that you're competitive um, and you have good pricing. Um, I'd say be really um, the, the basics as well. So, so make sure that you have um, everything's clean. You think about having white sheets and white linen, um, just your obvious ones like Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is almost as important as having running water. So make sure you've got the code visible everywhere. And just put your, your stuff in the, the, in the place of a traveller. If you were booking a place, what would you expect? Um, and be really just open and honest. If there's something in your home which isn't suitable for someone, so you you know it's, you may put on a narrow area, or just be really clear about that. Because when you're looking for reviews, um, they're the things that people will, will point out. So so people, if you set expectations, um, they'll they'll know what to expect. And lastly, I'd say the little touches. So if you've got um, dogs coming into your property, put a little doggy treat out there. Um, have a cake on arrival or a bottle of wine and it sounds so simple but those are the things that people write reviews about um, and so it really helps those are some really good pieces of advice i will make sure those are listed on the sites at hlspodcast.com forward slash home away for 
all of those different nuggets of advice that Karen shared with us, that they're really key pieces that really do, as, as Karen said, make a difference to the individual guest who's coming to stay. Okay, moving on to another question about just drawing on your experience, really, and, and sort of looking forwards into the future. Where do you see the future of the holiday let or short stay industry headed? So the short stay industry is just growing and it's going to continue to grow. It's the fastest growing sector in travel at the moment. Um, in terms of new things coming up, I think alternative destinations. So the, the popular ones are always going to be there. But each year, um, holidaymakers are looking for new places to go. And especially with all of the news with climate change, people are really thinking about how they might change their, change their travel. Um, and so, so that's, that's one that's, that's key. And then following on from that, sustainability. So anything that you can do in your property to reduce plastic, um, just recycling. I mean, it's so obvious that you do that at home, but people don't always think about that in their holiday home. So I think that's a new thing that people are really looking for. Um, and then within the UK, we've got Brexit coming up. Um, and so people will still travel and can still travel, of course. But we might see a slight shift or increase in domestic trips and staycations just for exchange rate um, and the uncertainty that's, that's, been, that's been around in the news. Yeah, I, I think that's some really interesting perspective. And yeah, good point mentioning what effect Brexit may have when we get there on the different angles of, of travel and how people see travel and, and what it is they decide to do and sort of in a slightly uncertain area, something that they can do is still use the area that they're already in, the UK, for example, where I am. It, it's very yeah, easy exactly. to just jump in the car. Yeah, exactly. But then European travel is still growing. So we absolutely don't, as um, the travel leaders, we actually want to make it clear that people still travel within Europe. Um, and there is some confusion in consumer mindsets around Brexit. Well, obviously there's confusion because Brexit's been talked about for such a long time. Yeah. But we're talking about that, that 31st of January date. That's not when we actually Brexit, if that happens. The transition period will take some period of time. And so when we're communicating with our customers, just help them to understand that. So when we talk about having to have a certain period on the end of your passport, for example, if you look at the gov.uk sites, it's much clearer on um, the updates of when that's coming in. And I think the uncertainty has led consumers to think that they need to worry about that now when really, you know, they have more time. So just, you know, help consumers to understand that and that will help them realise that they can travel whilst they can have fantastic breaks in the UK. You know, there's no reason not to travel overseas too. Yeah, good advice. Yeah, very good advice. And it's really good to hear, hear from somebody who's so involved in the industry to, to really give a perspective on what may happen there. And, and yeah, just to, to give the traveller just that little bit of reassurance you don't need to panic it's okay <laughs> really good exactly, advice yeah. thanks yeah exactly okay Karen thank you so much for coming to spend the time with us today it's been so interesting to talk to you and to speak to somebody who's uh, leading such a, a huge company and taking a leading role in that and just take from your ex your experience from within that business and of course your own personal experience it's been really really interesting before we go just please remind us where people should go if they want to get involved with home away and and really get started or, or learn some more absolutely so you can go to homeaway.co.uk or you can go and download our app from the app store 
Excellent stuff. Karen, thanks again. I will look forward to seeing the team at London Excel on the 12th of March. And, yeah, we're looking forward uh, to it. Hopefully I will speak. Are you, are you, are you attending? Yes, yes. Excellent. I shall look forward to meeting you there then. Fantastic. Thanks. Have a great day and bye for now. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Short Stay podcast. Find us online at shortstay.show where you can learn more and get involved. We'll see you there.